There've been two um, major aspects of our practice instructions so far, which is to cultivate this sense of um, connecting with ground and um, both the, the downward movement and the lightening movement, the invitation to put down the burdens that we might be carrying and to really let our let ourselves almost I don't know that we've actually used these words, but develop a really low center of gravity, really feel the support of connection with earth, connection with our uprightness as an antidote to that forward and back momentum that we often inhabit. And then also um, the invitation to notice the way that reactivity manifests in the creation of polarities and how these strengthen with, uh, they strengthen with the intensity of our reactivity. And when we notice that, there's this opportunity to cultivate instead a softness. And so implicit through all of this is the cultivation of of the softness that is friendliness or kindness. And we can, we can help ourselves by making this an explicit intention. So the cultivation of, of friendliness or goodwill as an antidote towards these tendencies to reactivity, as a skillful means of softening um, that tendency to polarize. So sometimes greed, hatred, and delusion are described as the, the makers of measurement. That it's that which actually starts setting things apart and driving wedges between them and kind of ossifying them, solidifying them. And meta friendliness, loving kindness, and the other Brahma Viharas, the other divine abidings, are also known as the immeasurables or boundless states. They're the things that actually dissolve that sense of separation and, uh, and brittleness. You know, they reopen the heart, they dissolve contraction. They dissolve that sense of you out there and me in here. But they also, you know, actually take account of relationships. So we, we um, practice friendliness towards living beings and towards ourselves. It's said that in taking care of ourselves, of our own conduct with restraint and with sila, with this gift of the intention of harmlessness that we've been offering and with our mindfulness and our, our restraint, we're taking care of others. So what we're doing, we sort of somehow seems preoccupied with our own activity, but actually it's taking care of others. And conversely, when we take care of others through the attitude of friendliness or goodwill, we're simultaneously taking care of ourselves. We're benefiting ourselves because the heart that inhabits this kind of um, abiding or um, wavelength, if you like, uh, is a happy place to dwell and a place where the mind settles and clarifies. So wanting to offer this this, uh, this point today, um, a little bit of guided metta practice, loving kindness practice. And again, this is something that's quite personal. You may have your preferred ways of doing this. And I'm offering what I'll offer as suggestions. Please pick up what's helpful to you and leave aside what feels, um, that what feels unhelpful or that it doesn't resonate at the moment. So the way I, I like to feel 
into this and I, I like Qigong actually as a kind of one can inhabit it as a kind of dynamic expression of that sense of gentleness, care, kindness, um, both towards oneself and in that felt sense of our energetic connection with the world around us. But to, we've been speaking about mingling the breath and the body together, mingling earth and heaven through the breath and body. This is what, you know, actually life is, is said to be the mingling of these two energies according to the, the Taoist Qigong kind of um, way of understanding it. And we can also mingle into that, suffuse that with the quality of friendliness. So I'm thinking of mingling the breath, the body, and the warmth of metta in the shape of an inner smile or whatever way you want to imagine that, that warmth of friendliness. That, that could actually be a kind of um, orientation that we have. That, and again, it's implicit already in what we're doing, but we can maybe make it a bit more of an explicit intention that this suffusion of breath and body is the suffusion of breath, body, and an inner smile however we experience that. And Thich Nhat Hanh um, really used that a lot in his mindfulness instructions. Uh, uh, breathing in and out is not disconnected, it was connected to breathing in and out uh, with the smile. I also find that the traditional phrases or having some words or phrases can be really helpful as an orientation to help stabilize an intention. You know, it's like using, using a skillful thought to chase out some of the other noise that might interfere in our mind. So I'm going to offer that. If that doesn't, you know, if you know that doesn't work for you, you might A, want to try anyway and see, or you might, um, you can just kind of let that, let that bit go. And the words that I, that I, want to use are very traditional and you might have a different word that speaks to you more but to stabilize our intention in that way so the ones that I will use are the wish to be safe the wish to be happy the wish to be healthy and the wish to be at ease. And I think it's, I kind of wanted to bring these in today because in, in the light of what we've been saying about the way that the mind creates binaries around this or, um, you know, the sense of oh, happiness is something so extreme, it's not possible for me or it's not possible for this situation or, uh, I'm either healthy or I'm not healthy. You know, these are views that we form of ourselves, aren't they? But they're actually spectrum, spectrum words. So there's this whole territory of possibility in the middle of this, the same with safety and with ease. So it's an opportunity to perhaps to notice if the mind, you know, polarizes around even these simple concepts. And really the words are, they're only there as a pointer, as a conduit, as a channel for the heart's energy. So again, you know, if no words uh, are needed for you to channel the heart's energy, that's fine. But if a word, if your own or these words are helpful, then that's, that's really good. And it's not that we're we're expecting or demanding a particular outcome from these intentions. It's more like that we're giving the gift of wishing the best, the best possible for ourselves or for another or for others. So again, we don't have to, or we can notice when the mind goes into a proliferation about yes, and this means this and this and this, and yes, but what if? Yeah. So keep it simple, keep it close to home. It's really to suffuse this 
breathing body this uh, and this awareness with a flavor or an orientation uh, to incline the mind towards this in, in this kind of orientation and sometimes when we do it again as one thing casts its opposite into relief it brings up all the opposite things of aversion or we just notice the way that we feel blocked around these qualities and so on again that's an opportunity it's not a failure it's an opportunity to see oh there's an edge here what's possible in terms of softening towards towards this edge So I'm going to suggest that we practice this first with um, a friend or a benefactor or someone, some being, doesn't have to be a human being, that just finds, that evokes a smile for us, evokes a feeling of warmth or goodwill. And then that we turn that and practice it for ourselves. So that's the, the main, the suggestion of our focus for this guided practice. Okay, so you'd like to establish your posture if you want to stretch a moment first, get yourself comfortable. Comfort is really helpful when we practice metta. And we can notice already if there's a there we can there's this kind of helpful distinction to say okay we're going to intentionally cultivate some metta now, but also is this so very different from the other practices that we've been doing? You know, sense of continuity. We're just maybe dialing the focus a little, so we we spotlight a component that is always there in our cultivation. So settling in, bringing the attention to rest on the body as the body rests on the ground. Feeling the ground rising up to meet you in this gesture of support. Giving ourselves permission to relax, to soften. At the same time, inviting a sense of uprightness and alertness. Even if we're, you know, if it happens we're practicing in a lying posture, we can still invite a sense of inner uprightness and alertness, uprightness of mind. And if there's a little length and spaciousness in our body, maybe from the movement that we just did, that that evoke a spaciousness in the mind also. And sensing the mingling of body and breath, however that is most easily, naturally, comfortably felt by you. You might already begin 
with this little gesture of an inward smile. So allowing the face to soften, the corners of the mouth to turn maybe infinitesimally upwards and the eyes to soften. And allowing that warmth or softness to spread down through the body, through the throat, maybe like runny honey or warm oil, down the throat into the heart centre. And through the whole body. body and breath intermingled with a sense of warmth. And then seeing if there's someone that you could invite, someone or some being that you could invite to join you in this space, in your imagination. Maybe a friend or a benefactor, someone that you feel gratitude to. Maybe your dog or your cat or a bird that you struck up a relationship with in your walking meditation. And you don't have to spend too long shopping for the right person, the right being, just allowing someone to come to mind Good enough. Maybe a person you know, maybe somebody you've never met. But who's inspired you or lifted your heart. You could imagine them, see them in your mind's eye here in front of you. Maybe even sitting down beside you in the meditation hall. Seeing where you want to place them. Maybe inside, maybe outside, maybe inside and outside, neither inside nor outside. And let the sense of their presence mingle with your breathing body and your inner smile you can imagine yourself smiling at them and them smiling back.
Maybe feeling that energy moving in the heart center. Around your mouth, in your smile, in your throat, in your belly, wherever you sense that energy of warmth. Maybe it can spread and start to suffuse all the cells of your body right out to the pores of your skin. Continuing to imagine this being present beside or in front of you or wherever they are. And if you'd like, offering them a silent word or wish. This is a way of channeling, of expressing. of charging up this energy of goodwill. May you be safe. May you be safe. Dropping it like a pebble into a pond and allowing the ripples to spread. These words or another word of your choosing or just a wordless current of energy. May you be healthy. be healthy. May you be happy.
may you be happy. May you live with ease. Feeling, imagining, sensing the presence of this friend or benefactor. Feeling your good wish towards them. Maybe even sense them echoing it back, returning your smile. Sensing the field of goodwill between you. Just continuing with whichever aspects of this might speak to you. Continuing for a few moments together quietly. orienting, inclining the mind towards a sense of warmth and friendliness.
if you're gently tending a fire, putting on a new log or a new coal or a little puff of air, you can drop in a phrase, re-invite the image of your friend or benefactor into the mind's eye. Bring attention to the heart center, wherever we can feel that spark of energy, of warmth, of softness. Then let's thank our friend or benefactor and leaving them close by and still sharing this practice with us. We might turn the attention round towards ourself. As we sense this body breathing, resting on earth. these conditions of how it is now. Can we turn this in a smile towards ourself? Maybe with the smile of our friend to encourage us and to support us. And if we like using the words to channel this intention, this wish, may I be safe. May I take care for my safety. be happy. May I allow myself, give myself permission to be happy.
May I be healthy, as healthy as it's possible for me to be. May I feel myself as healthy as possible. May I live with ease. So just seeing what it's like to turn this around to ourself to allow ourselves to be the recipient of our own friendliness. Supported by our friend or our benefactor. Breath and body mingling with this inward smile.
then perhaps allowing this sense, this inclination of friendliness to start to fill, suffuse and permeate the whole field of awareness. The field which, in which you and your friend are sitting together. Along with the sounds of the birds and the wind. The sounds in the room and beyond. Think if the whole field of awareness could become coloured, flavoured with that sense of warmth. the same way that the light and the warmth of the sun just spreads over everything in its path. In some places there are shadows and different wrinkles in what it encounters. But the sun doesn't discriminate. So anything else that you want to welcome into this field of awareness are the beings who come to mind, maybe the people around you in the room. Offering them some of this friendliness and benevolence. May you be safe. May you be happy. May you be healthy. May you live with ease.
And for the last few minutes of this practice, just letting go of any particular technique that you might be applying, any particular phrase or image, and just coming back to being with your immediate experience. Letting this quality of friendliness or this inclination towards friendliness linger, suffuse this breath and body to whatever extent It feels present. Mm -hmm. And it can be present even in between in the midst of it's opposite to other feelings. Not either or, but both and. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.